News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, mortgage interest relief will be considered as part of Budget 2024, Taoiseach Leo Varadkar has said. His statement follows another rate hike from the ECB yesterday. But would such a move make sense? I'm joined now by David Hall, co-founder of the Irish Mortgage Holders Association, and John Warren, Chair of Grid Finance, former board member of the EIB and former Secretary General of the Department of Finance. David, I come to you first of all. Would you like to see mortgage interest relief rolled out for people? Good morning, Kira. I think, you know, mortgage holders have been hit with the seventh rate rise now uh, since last July for a tracker mortgage customer. Now we're up nearly two and a half thousand euros in addition to the normal mortgage payment. So it's been a very significant uh, challenge in addition to all of the cost of living crisis that has added to that as well. So something has to be done. We have two and three parts to this to my mind. One is some sort of relief in, in the form of lower taxes or mortgage interest relief. Also, we need to have a very strong encouragement for people to go looking. For those who are eligible to go and, and fix and move lenders and, and uh, switch where possible. And also thirdly, the government must introduce and uh, amend the insolvency legislation and make available for those who ultimately will or unfortunately go into mortgage arrears easier systems and processes and remove the uh, consumer protection component from the central bank and wake them up a little bit. They have a horrifically conflicted system where they're obviously interested in the economy. They're also interested in, in regulating lenders and, and vulture funds. And that's fine, but they must have a look at ensuring that consumers are protected. And that must be done properly. And it cannot be done, in my view, inside the central bank. So we need to learn. We still have 40,000, over 40,000 people in arrears since the uh, recession, uh, Kira. 23,000 in long-term mortgage arrears. We've just not got this sorted yet and we're not ready for what's coming. I presume there will always be some people in arrears, David. Just, you know, that's the nature of the beast when people borrow money. But let me bring John in. Do you agree? Well, look, Kira, there's a lot I agree with what David has said, but I have to be careful here not to have a tail wagging a dog, right? I mean, we need some honesty from government. We need some honesty from politicians. Inflation is like a cancer in, the, in our society. It makes most people poor and very few people richer. So the question really for government is, who do we protect the most in terms of the most vulnerable? And do we allow inflation to continue for longer? And I think everybody should agree inflation needs to be stamped and out. And so is that the thing that we, we have to keep these the cost of money high, which is what interest rates are, the cost of money stays high, that dampens down inflation and everyone benefits rather than us protecting homeowners. Is that what you're saying? That's the the core principle, right? Now, I mean, this is a slightly different inflation, so it's more complicated because it was caused by supply issues and pandemics and the war. But the bottom line is everybody collectively in society is going to be poor at the end of the year. It's like getting sick. Somebody's going to have to lose because you can't go to work, right? And the question is, who loses? There are 40,000 people, as David says, on, you know, um, mortgage arrears at the moment, but there are two million households in Ireland, all of whom are losing. So the government has a real problem here. First, they need to face up and be honest with people. The government cannot protect everybody from inflation. Yeah. The second thing is happening is the ECB is following the time-honoured principle. I mean, we can look back at history. Don't, some of us like me are older than you to remember what inflation was like. There are principles you apply. There are principles you don't apply. The ECB is trying to take money out of the of the economy to slow down demand to slow down inflation we can't have the government pushing it back in at the same time because there are two different principles going against each other the result is inflation will continue longer okay. and guess who inflation hurts the most the poor people okay. in society and David 
very hard to argue with that. It's kind of economics 101. Like we, we need, we have very few levers to manage inflation in this country because of the, the EU and, and the way our, our kind of monetary policies are, are structured. So if we take this one away, if we take interest rates away and, and, and don't allow them to do their job and dampen down inflation, overall more people will suffer. Yeah, no, and John's point's correct, and, and that is economics 101, but there's also sort of common sense 101 as well, which is you have a massive recession. You had 120,000 people in mortgage arrears, which significantly a lot of people were helped during that time. You have to review your insolvency legislation and the fact that the banks have control. You have to review the fact that your code of conduct of mortgage arrears has been found by the High Court and the Supreme Court to be effectively a voluntary Dave, code. They're, they're slightly no different powers. points, though. If, if we're protecting homeowners who are, uh, I suppose asset rich in many ways in this country compared to other people at the expense of people in social housing, at the expense of people who have no house at all, people who are renting, people who have no hope of becoming a homeowner. If we're affecting them negatively to protect homeowners, (laughs) is that the right way to... to, to No, well, those those changes, Kira, are not affecting anybody. Those, Kira, those, those changes are common sense. Those changes are somebody taking charge and looking after mortgage holders and ensuring that the central bank does its job. No, but we're talking specifically about this plan to, to give people more mortgage interest relief, which is a specific plan uh, rent, rent, in the wake of, of, as you say, se- seven. Yeah, yeah, but separate to renters. Renters are in a slightly different position because giving individuals relief for, for things like that is different to changing the cost of money, which actually has an effect on inflation. So so what I'm asking you is, is, is it OK to protect homeowners at the expense of people in, in rented accommodation, social housing and who have no hope of owning a home at all? I think I think it's a, it's it's a proportionate assistance is what's being suggested in relation to ensuring that we protect those people who are paying for things in life at the moment who are in employment and protecting their their entire situation in society not just their home we have a housing crisis and we have a whole host of other difficulties we do not want to push down and make that worse there is a delicate balance as John says and he's correct there is a delicate balance and no one is advocating for a completely wild west approach but we are advocating for some serious thought to be given after the seventh interest rate rise and two okay. things said yesterday uh, AIB warned of a further rate rise and Christine Lagarde warned of a further rate yeah. rise and Christine Lagarde also instructed effectively governments not to add on other means of support such as okay. he- using allowances. They, they want they want this to work. Uh, John, you heard what, what, what David said, though, some kind of proportional response, some kind of targeted yeah, measures. Look, a lot of what David says and some of the measures that are in the papers today are good ones. Protect people against sort of, you know, vulture funds as they're so-called who may not be operating the same as banks but we need to protect the other people in society. And I think one thing we need to remember, I mean, so people can understand what inflation means is that 100 euros today in your pocket is le- buys you less in a year's time. Uh, an hour of work today, if you don't get a pay rise, gives you less money to pay in the future. The irony is that people who have mortgages find the opposite effect. They get richer because actually when they go to pay back 100,000 or 200,000 in the future, they have to work less hours to actually pay it back. And that's why we these things are it's easy to okay. fix a problem now thinking that they're paying more money. But they are one sector of society, people with large borrowings, I know it sounds really strange to think about it this way, who actually gain from inflation because they pay back less okay. in the future. So money they borrow in the, in the current climate is so much easier to pay back, back in, the f- in the future. Okay. And, and we need to keep that in mind when we think about I think it. A do. lot of the tracker people benefited from low interest rates. They could have fixed at higher rates, but they didn't. And so compared to people on fixed income, on pensions, people on social welfare. Are they the cohort that we need to protect? Okay. I'm not sure. La-
lastly, before I let you go, David, I might come to you with the front of the Irish Independent this morning. Plan to get home loans out of the clutches of vulture funds. Um, this is something I presume you would welcome the idea that we would move people out of those those so-called vulture funds toward, back towards <clears throat> traditional yeah, banks. I, I, yeah, I, look, I, I'll be brief on this. Um, Kira, I've been I've met with a number of the vulture funds recently and a number of the mainstream banks, and there have been separate to the proposal that's been mentioned by Minister McGrath around local authorities and possibly rebuilding Ireland, taking on some of these loans. There has been, in recent weeks, some significant and very, very positive engagement um, to try and have those conversations. So I, I, I think there's a bit of sense has prevailed. It won't be easy. It'll be quite difficult. It'll be challenging because this would be not cohorts of individual borrowers being moved or looked at being moved, but individual loans being assessed. So I think there's been a lot of move. I'd welcome Minister um but Grass Cobb, I think it was a few of the backbenchers mentioned it, and it's a good idea. This will be l- laborious, though. It will be challenging, as John okay. will know, on a one-to-one basis doing this. But there has been some positive talks. Okay. You can't have 60,000 people or 32,000 people paying 8%. Uh, they will drown. They will cause difficulty. Okay. That is uh, intolerable. Uh, last word to you, John. Do you have you in vulture funds yeah, and, and home loans? David just mentioned 8%. Right? I did some numbers last night. Since 1975, and I'm old enough to remember inflation, the average interest rate on mortgages in Ireland, if you take all the years since 1975, is actually over 8%. Okay. So we have a new So we're in the low, the low, the low well, interest rate now low era. we've had no, no inflation. So we have to produce policies that work for a totally new paradigm that people in the last 10 years do not remember. All right, listen, thank you both very much for speaking to us this morning. That is David Hall there, co-founder of the Irish Mortgage Holders Association and John Moran, Chair of Grid Finance, former board member of the EIB and former Secretary General of the Department of Finance. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.